Hey guys, welcome back to another episode here on This Is Just The Beginning. I'm your host Ellie and I hope you're doing well today. And let me tell you, okay, this week has been a very, very long week for me. I've been going through something really, really hard and it's been very hard to process as well. Um, I broke up with my boyfriend in the beginning of the week and that's what I'm going to say on it because I don't want to bring it up for myself or talk about it any more than I should. And it's been very hard. To be fair, I didn't realise how much it would hurt to be the person to break up with someone. And it, it hurts because it's not like we don't love each other. It's just wasn't working. And it's, I honestly, I can't stress how hard it's been. And all week I've been wanting to do a podcast about it. But I'm not going to talk exactly about it because that's not fair on either of us to talk about that. But I wanted to mention it just because I don't think it's fair if I start talking about something and then don't mention it to you guys because you might hear that I'm not doing well and you might have seen something that I've posted. I don't know. I'm not actually posted about it, but if I do, then you'll understand why. And it's really, really hard. I don't know if you've been through this, whether you've been on this side of the breakup. It's You don't realise how hard it's going to be. And take a shot every time I say hard today, please, because I'm going to say it a lot. But I am really struggling. But I have to keep reminding myself that it ended for a reason. And who knows, maybe in a couple of weeks, we'll have a chat in a couple of months, a year, however long it needs to be. I think there's one more conversation left in it. I don't think it's fully over yet. And I, but at the same time, I can't let myself keep hoping because what if my like dreams are crushed and I was the person to end it. So yeah, I need to get myself out of that headspace, which is why today I wanted to talk about this whole idea of self-sabotage, kind of punishing yourself for no reason. And I think we are all very guilty of it. Self-sabotage is when people do or don't do things that block their success or prevent them from accomplishing their goals. And it can happen consciously or unconsciously. And these kind of behaviors can really affect our personal and professional success, as well as our mental health. And the latter especially is definitely affected by this. But I think in this age of, and I've spoken about this a lot in my recent episodes and in my blogs, but this recent culture of the hustle and you've got to do well, you've got to succeed, you've got to make a living for yourself, you've got to leave home by the time you're 20. And it's a nightmare especially now that loads of jobs are work from home or freelancing and self-employed and it's just it gets so loud in your head sometimes and I think we we all go through that and this is when the self-sabotaging comes in because we start comparing ourselves to other people our age who seem to have it all and we're still living with our parents or have no plan of what we want to do in life and let me tell you now if there's anything you learn from this episode that is completely fine I've spoken about life in your 20s so much at the moment and I think this is something that we need to hang on to so tightly. We're not supposed to have everything figured out. That is what your 20s are for, okay? And even beyond that, you have your whole life to figure things out and you can change your mind again and again and again. You do not need to think of one career path for your whole life. And I think even people our age are still trying to struggle with that. And just because you have a degree in one subject, for example, if you went to uni, doesn't mean you have to do a job in it okay like you don't have to follow that path like if you've done architecture at uni yeah that most likely you become an architect sure but first of all that's a really hard degree I mean any degree is hard but that one is in particular in the top three hardest courses in the world so if you've done that then I think any employer would want you and again I think employers definitely respect when you change your mind and you say I did do this degree but that's what I thought I wanted to do but now it's not I want to do this instead And no one's going to judge you for that. And if they are, well, they're stupid. And maybe they're still in the mindset that you have to do a degree and you have to do the degree in what you're going to do when you're older and you have to have a path lined up from the age of 16. And that's not fair. 
even choosing A-levels at age 16, well, earlier than that, actually, and then doing A-levels and then deciding uni at 17 and that's your whole life plan sorted. I've changed my mind. <laughs> like, look at me, like, I'm not doing what I thought I'd be doing right now. Is it scary? Yes, but we cannot let ourselves self-sabotage like this because we're never gonna live like a fulfilling life. And I've been doing this a lot over the last week, especially with this breakup I'm going through. It's kind of, I'm finding something to blame. And I think we're all very good at that. We're very good at blaming someone else or something else. For example, when you get a bad grade in an exam, whether at uni, school, whatever, and you blame everything but yourself. And I think a lot of us do that. But then on the other hand, like maybe if you're blaming, oh, the teacher didn't teach us that question, or I never went to a lecture about that, or my friend was distracting me, or I was very stressed at the time. You blame everything but yourself. But then on the other side, as I was about to say, the other side of self-sabotage is that you blame yourself too much and you punish yourself too much. And I myself am very guilty of this. And I've spoken about this a lot in my therapy recently. And this is what has definitely been the main lesson I've had in the last four sessions I've had, well, the only four sessions I've had, but, and she's saying that it sounds a lot like I'm punishing myself for everything I do and it's kind of like a cry for help and I mean me and my therapist get on really well and I do definitely listen to everything she has to say but you don't have to agree with your therapist again like you don't have to agree and I have said in my last session um which was very very apt because I booked my session Tuesday night and Tuesday morning was when everything went down um between well in my relationship so well, not everything went down, that sounds wrong, but when I decided that enough was enough kind of thing and I ended it, luckily I bought um, a book succession for that night, not out of, um, what's the word, like foreshadowing. No, I just I just did it. I just booked that session and then it fell, so, like, it f- fell in line so well and I just had to cry that session. But me and my therapist were talking and she said some things. I was like, I don't agree with that, but I get where you're coming from. And that's absolutely fine to say as well. Not just with your therapist, but with anyone. Like a lot of the time I ask for people opinion, uh, people's opinions and I don't listen to them. But I have to like, you know what I mean? I've, I've got to be like, oh, thank you for your opinion. I don't agree with that, but thanks. And often I don't listen to people's opinions. I just want them just to make me feel better about myself and I'm hoping someone will agree with me when usually they don't for example with this breakup I'm like oh I want to get back with him and everyone's like Ellie no you ended it for a reason you knew it was gonna hurt but anyway (laughs) but with it especially I am punishing myself for it I hurt myself and hurt him a lot more like I've got to realize I was the one to break up with him you know like I am hurting a lot but he must be hurting even more And I do play the selfish card, I play the victim card, I do self-sabotage and I think the first step in this is, yeah, recognising it. And I do do it and that's why I'm in therapy, I need the help with that and I think if I'd listened to a podcast or read something about it beforehand, I definitely would have known more about it and maybe be more prepared, I think. I listened to a podcast earlier this morning by For You From Eve and I love her so much, I love her episodes with all my heart and she was talking about self-sabotage and she was saying that she read the book The Mountain Is You by Brianna West or Brianna West I never know how to say her name she's the same author that did um, 100 essays that will change the way you think and a bunch of other books and the 100 essays one is I think that was was it the first yeah I think that was the first um, self-healing self-care book self-help book that I bought and it's the best book in the world. Like, I'll put that above Twilight. And I talk about Twilight a lot. I love Twilight. That was the first 
book I like truly fell in love with other than if you've read The Mortal Instruments I love those books as well but this book like I would read over and over again because it's just a hundred short they say essays it's just texts I want to say um describing different things that happen in life and things you need to know and 10 things you need to know before you're 20 and stuff like that and it's kind of like a montage of everything I talk about on my podcast as well like I've got so much inspiration from that book and Eve was talking about this book so I've immediately bought it because I've been wanting to read it for ages but I immediately bought it and it talks all about the fact that self-sabotage comes from you obviously it's got self in the name and it's not the mountain you have to climb it's yourself you've got to get over that you you know what I mean you've got to get over yourself it's not really the obstacles in your way it's how you think of the obstacles it all comes from you like you have the power to change all of that and you have the power to change your emotions like control your emotions control what happens next you have the power even if you don't have the power to control what's going to happen you know like that's just what's going to happen I guess but that just does come from something that you did like if you dropped out of uni like me for example you do have the power of what happens next you know like if oh my god I don't have any income well no because you've got to get a job you know what I mean like you, you do have the power to control what happens next in a very material not materialistic but in a very underlying way I want to say yeah okay you might not predict a death happening or something throwing you off course or COVID happening like those kind of things like things you have no control over but you still have control on how you perceive those things and how you go about life after those things and I am very much using these next few weeks months to really focus on myself because I have never done that sure when I started eating disorder recovery that was a huge thing I didn't start recovery to gain weight I started recovery to gain back myself and to gain back the relationship I have with myself and heal myself um but again that was kind of pseudo in a way it was very much I do have to do this in order to get better it wasn't really oh I want to focus on myself like it was but again I wasn't ready to do any of that at the time so really this is the first time I've kind of put my foot down and said, no, Ellie, you've got to prioritise yourself now. Sure, you still love that guy so much, but it's time to focus on yourself. Like, you might want to get back with him, sure, but at least for the next few weeks, please just focus on yourself. I've just bought my gym membership back again because since I left uni, like, my membership ran out in June, I think it was. Um, And at that time, anyway, from April to June, I wasn't really at uni. I used it maybe twice during that time, I think, because I just wasn't there unless it was for exams. And so I've just bought a membership now. It's November, well, the end of November. I've just bought a membership back home. Um, and I was thinking, do I need to go to the gym? Like, I've the main things I use in the gym are the treadmill and free weights, and I have them at home. So I was like, do I actually need to get a gym membership? But I thought, no, especially if, I mean, right now, I'm trying to keep myself as busy as possible because I don't want to think about it. And don't, like, don't worry, I have processed it and I am still processing it, don't get me wrong. But I really want to focus on keeping myself busy, get myself out the house. Because if I do a workout at home, it's usually like 30 minutes long on average, maybe a bit longer, maybe a bit shorter, and that's not enough time. Like I feel if I drive to the gym, it's about 20 minutes each way, go into town, go to the gym, get a coffee afterwards and just really make a whole thing out of it. Whatever time of the day I go, like again, I I do not care now when I go to the gym. Before it had to be as soon as I wake up in the morning. Now, especially if I go to the gym, I can go as soon as I wake up because I've got that 20 minute drive to maybe have a coffee to go and have a chill and listen to some music, wake me up a bit. Whereas if I do a workout in the morning, like I never do a workout in the morning at home. 
especially if I'm working um, from home because those are the days that I just really don't want to get out of bed until like nine o'clock when I start working. So I tend to work for a bit and then do a workout. But yeah, and I want to do a whole episode about motivation to work out from a very healthy point of view. Again, that will be my opinion. And a lot of people might say that my opinions are bad or I, I don't know. But this is kind of the role I have at the moment in my life where it's just I'm letting things come to me. But then at the same time, I'm really using this time now that I have just myself to worry about, which is in a way it's so freeing to really prioritize myself for once in my life. I can do everything I wanna do for myself and I can finally have a routine. And it's it's been weird being at home this weekend without my boyfriend here or without me going to see him and it's just been me at home. And it's been so amazing, I love it. And I, I am really excited for this next chapter. And my therapist even said to me, I'm really excited to work on this next chapter with you because I've had four sessions with her and each session has been about something different that's happened in my life. And especially with this recent happening, on Tuesday, I walked in a mess. I'd been a mess all day. I'd been at work all day as well. Not working from home, actually in the office when everything happened and I was a mess all day. Luckily, everyone's really lovely in the office and yeah, they really helped me through it, I think. <laughs> and they're, they're, I, I love the people I work with. But my therapist was like, yeah, um, this is gonna be a long one. Let's pick some more sessions. So I have. It's just hard, you know, and it's, at the same time, it's so exciting. And I think if we don't go through these hardships in life, we're never really gonna know about um, how strong we can be. And this is what builds you as a person. And I've said this so many times before, and I will always say it. This is what really builds you as a person, like all these hardships you have to go through in order to make yourself this best version of yourself. And you are never your best version of yourself. There's always more work to be done. Now I'm really prioritizing as well. Like I'm getting back into the gym because I want a solid routine. I want that time away from home because if I'm not going to work, if I'm not going to see my friends or my boyfriend, like I would just be at home all the time, especially working from home. I just stay at home and it would get very lonely because again, I'm not going out to see people these days. I don't have very many friends at home either now. Like they're all at uni or I don't talk to them anymore because like it's just drifted away as it does when you leave school. And it's just really freeing to know that this is the time for me now and I can finally work on succeeding in life and focus on why I dropped out of uni to really focus on myself, my mental health, my self-healing, but also to really get my foot in the door of it, like in the field I wanna work in, my career, and it is going that way. And I'm really excited about the future and where I'm gonna be in the next year, five years, 10 years. Like that is so exciting for me and yeah I might not have a boy with me but you know that's not a priority that will come with time and it might be with the same person in a few months or a few years or it might not be it might be with someone new I might have someone new in a month's time I do not know and I'm not going to put myself out there I cannot do that because on one hand I really want a night out but in my mind like what if I did do something stupid that I'd regret you know like I don't, I don't want to do that but I don't know if I would I don't know if I'm like oh I need to move on or I don't know. So that's why I'm not going out. I'm just staying with my friends. I'm staying really close to home and just really trying to process it on my own as best as I can though. Going back to the whole point of self-sabotage, don't you think it's such a really cruel thing that we do? We compare ourselves so much to other people and then hate ourselves when we didn't have our life figured out. And I have friends at the moment who have no idea what they want to do with life. And that's totally okay. And these feelings they have of like feeling of failure or being judged and comparing 
it literally comes from comparing themselves to others it really does and they fear that everyone else is going to judge them for it for like not going to uni for example or not having their life figured out nobody I know has their life figured out and some people turn to me and say yeah but you seem to then I turn back saying I'm a mess honey I was meant to be at uni and I've dropped out and I'm doing an, an internship and in something that I've never done before but I love it so much and it's really really difficult to do but I'm really loving it at the moment but again we have to ditch this whole comparison thing because it's not gonna work ever sure a bit of a healthy competition is good if you're comparing yourself to friends for example but it's, it's barely ever good you know it always develops into jealousy or envy or just like hating yourself for it and wanting to be better and there's nothing wrong with wanting to be better and being like someone else if they've got their life figured out but their like path that they went down isn't going to be the same as yours and you you won't get to the same end goal you've got to make a living for yourself you've got to work out how to live for yourself not for other people and that is the harsh truth again with self-sabotage the hardest thing to do but the most important thing to do is to be totally brutally honest with yourself you've got to ask yourself why am I punishing myself why am I hurting myself like consciously because it is a conscious act to be honest for the most part anyway and we punish ourselves so much for things we do and it's not healthy in any way but that's definitely come with the changing times social media wanting to be everything we can be in life and really hating ourselves for not reaching those goals there is nothing wrong with self-discipline and setting goals those are the two things that I'm working on a lot recently but also you need to work on boundaries boundaries with yourself in particular I feel like I've got no self-control which is why all these kind of feelings of being an attachment style person self-sabotage punishing myself even a bit of attention seeking all of that comes into this because I have no boundaries and I've got almost no self-respect in a way and that's kind of hard to say out loud I've never really thought about it in this way but in a way I still have no self-worth even though that's what I've always been focusing on if I'm always punishing myself consciously subconsciously however I do it it's got to come from somewhere and that usually is lack of self-worth and I know like some days I'm so confident and I love myself and I think Ellie you're really on the right track but a lot of the time I'm not and that's why I wanted to do this podcast with you and that's why I've started this because I want to help those those of you out there who feel the same as me and really want that push and I listen back to some of these episodes and think you're right Ellie stop like talking to you right now this is kind of a whole alter ego I have right I'm a hypocrite sometimes and I'm going to admit that because I don't want to be so fake on that yeah I, I don't do a lot of the things I preach okay and that's the person I want to be and that's the person right now I can finally work towards so here's me saying that I'm not going to be hypocritical anymore and I'm actually going to work on myself the way I should and the way I tell you to if finding the best version of yourself was easy everyone would do it and we'd all be this god tier of ourselves and the whole kind of thing of comparison would kick in again because we're all the same person finding the best version of yourself and working on yourself is not easy it's super hard and some people stick to it and find ways to make their lives amazing instead of staying in the same place your entire life because that's boring and there's only a few people who can be utterly honest utterly brutally honest with themselves and say that there needs to be change and that work has to be done that's the whole kind of foundation of finding yourself and working on yourself and I've said this so many times you need to be honest with yourself you need to notice that change has to be made and so many people in especially this country I've noticed from everything I've seen but I guess it's all over the world as well but so many people especially in the UK 
stay in this mindset of, oh yeah, can't be asked to do that, can't be asked to change, I'm just going to stay in this mindset, blah, 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 blah. No, if you're unhappy with your life, you and only you have the power to change it. And again, we blame our lives on everyone else. We blame it on, I don't know, things that are happening, the cost of living crisis, I don't know. We blame it on everything else that's happening in the world right now instead of blaming it on ourselves. And this is where the kind of aspect of accountability comes in. And I really think all of us need to be a little bit more, um, like hold ourselves accountable. Because again, we blame everything on everyone else and we really need to start just saying, hey, this happened because of me. only only you are to blame for a lot of things that happen in your life and only you have the power to then go back and change that and you can change it just because something's happened doesn't mean it's going to be that way forever you can have that conversation with that person you've hurt you can go back and have that conversation with yourself if you've hurt yourself in the past you can change it and you can change it at any point in your life and it comes all from being honest with yourself that you need to make that change and how you're going to make that change and are you willing to put in that work because working on yourself does not happen overnight you might think oh yeah let's just tomorrow let's do some yoga let's go for a walk listen to a podcast listen to this podcast do some journaling do some meditation hey i'm all healed i'm all fixed i know who i am now no that happens and that works for no one and you know that deep down you can't do it overnight and i think we all think it does work that way i don't know when i first started working on that in my recovery stage i thought it would happen overnight and to be fair it did in a way and I did feel so healed after that first day of doing all those kind of good habits and wellness habits and the that girl trend and I felt so much better in myself but I think that feeling of like that good feeling all came from kind of oh I've made a change and it was that initial high and that was that initial high and you're proud of yourself for making that change but then you realize oh wait consistency is key now you've got to work on that every day and it is hard But then again, if you don't work on yourself for one day in the week, okay, because we all have those days where maybe we do just want to stay in bed and we don't want to do those habits, we don't want to go to the gym, we don't want to journal, we don't want to do those things, that is okay too. And that's where this whole thing of accountability, working on yourself, self-sabotage, that's where they're all links. You do have to have some self-discipline and accountability to work on yourself and to keep going. But then you've got to put down this act of self-sabotage and feeling of failure every time you don't do those things in a day. If I didn't do a workout in a day, I would hate myself so much and then have to make up for it more the next day. That's not how working on yourself works. You can have a day off, you can have a week off, okay? And a lot of people tie working on themselves with wellness journey, i.e. getting fitter, going to the gym, working out more, being more active, and you do you, whatever a good life looks for you, like, that's up to you, and maybe it's nothing to do with the gym, maybe it's purely going to therapy and doing self-care and not really focusing on exercise if you've had previous bad experiences with exercise etc or whether you just really don't want to focus on it again it looks different for everyone and I think social media definitely does cloud that because when I started my wellness journey again I do want to kind of say it was kind of a pseudo wellness journey recovery type thing I was just copying everything I saw online with the that girl trend especially if you remember that from last year and it was, I think it is still around, but it's more just like being a wellness girly now, like drinking your greens, going to the gym, protein powder, that kind of thing. It looks different for everyone. So whatever you need to work on, you need to work, like you, you need to know what to work on. And again, like you could be listening to this saying, I'm going to work on myself now because Ellie told me to. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that you need to work on yourself. I mean, we, we all do. Okay. At any point in your life, we all need to work on ourselves, no matter how 
healed you feel or how amazing you feel and that you're like, oh, I'm the best version of myself. There is no such thing, even though we talk about that so much. You can't just go go away after listening to this episode and think, okay, yeah, I'm gonna work on myself now. It has to come from you. And that's what I really struggled with at the start of recovery, for example, because I saw everyone else starting recovery at the same time as me, as a lot of people went through the ED during COVID the same as I did. And I saw all these pages that I followed going through it and I thought, oh, I should be recovering now. And I kind of did it in that way and compared myself to other people if they were more recovered than me or if they were still having breakdowns and I wasn't. And again, it was social media, it was comparison. And that really did kind of um, delay the process of everything, I think. And you've just got to realise that it all comes from you. Everything that you do in life has to come from you. Otherwise, who are you doing it for? And I think if you do want to work on yourself, you've got to ask yourself, is it for me or is it for this person, that person, social media, whatever. If you're just doing it because it's a trend, which it is, it is a trend. But I just think in this way, possibly it's a really good trend to make because everyone is now going to go away and think about working on themselves. But please don't do it just because you feel like you have to, because that's not the way you're going to heal. And you're never going to heal if you think, oh, I've just got to work on myself, I'll be fine. No, it's, it's going to come from you wanting to do it. And whatever that is, however you're working on yourself looks like, it comes from you. And you've got to hold yourself accountable to that. It's kind of like a New Year's resolution if, I know toxic resolutions are such, but if you say you're going to go to the gym every day after work, or you're going to eat a salad, every day at work for your lunch if you want to start eating healthy for example I don't really preach these kind of things um, most of the time as you know but I'm just using two easy examples that most people hear about as new year's resolutions you've got to like have that accountability and have that discipline to do that and not fuck up in a way but then again it is hard because I talk about balance and etc but if you really want to make a change if you really do want to change your body or become more toned and stuff you do have to do those things and even though I know I say, don't go to the gym every day, you don't need to, go when you want to. I am here today saying, no, if you wanna make a change, you have to make a change, you have to put the effort in with whatever aspect of your life that is in. At the moment, as I said, I'm really trying to focus on my career and where I'm gonna be in a few years time. Because if I sit around doing nothing all day, which I want to do, trust me, I'm not gonna get anywhere which is why kind of a tip of the day, I wanna say, I might start doing that actually. In fact, that might be a good idea to do. But my kind of tip of the day is that if you really wanna make a change and you don't know where to start, do one thing every day that your future self will thank you for. And this can be in any aspect of life with whatever you wanna work on. Maybe this is with kind of a self-care healing journey, journal every day. That might be the thing you do every day if you really wanna work on yourself. If it is, if you're into social media, if you have a growing Instagram platform, for example, plan a post every day, post every day, do something every day to help that platform grow. That's what I need to work on at the moment, making my account, um, my new Instagram account about ED recovery, make that into a 5K um, following platform by six months time. That's my new task at work. And I need to do that. I need to do it because it's kind of like a homework task at work as an intern but I also want to do it because I want to prove to myself that I can. And it's really hard. I didn't realize how hard it would be, but it's going to get there. But what I'm saying is that you've got to put in that work. So that's why I say start small and do one thing every day that your future self will thank you for. And that could be if you want to work on yourself 
in a physical sense and your appearance and you want to lose weight, you want to get toned, whatever. I'm not going to preach that you have to do those things. You don't have to do those things. But if you want to do it and you want to do it in a healthy way, sure. Do you one thing every day that's going to help you to do that? I'm not going to give examples because I don't want to preach anything and I don't want you to get the wrong idea. But I'm just saying I thought for so long, anytime someone like one of my friends or my parents said to me, oh, I want to lose weight, I would really hate them for that in a way because I'd say one don't say that to me because I'm still like in recovery or something like I, I don't want to hear that right now because then I think that I have to do that too because that's what happened to me a lot but on the other sense why do you want to lose weight no everyone's beautiful in their own skin and I hated when people would say that but now I look back on that and think if people want to do it they can do it so now when people say to me oh I want to go on a diet or oh I want to lose weight etc I always the only thing I say to them now is good on you but make sure you do it in a healthy way. You do you, but yeah, do it in a healthy way. Try not to go into bad habits, but if you do and you wanna talk about it, I'm here. You have no control over what someone else does in life. No one else is your responsibility and that's what I've learned through this breakup as well. Everyone has their own life path and you know, if he goes and goes to the pub every day, gets drunk every day, that's not my problem. That's, that's his decision what to do. I could sit around all day and say, oh my God, that's been my fault if he gets into any trouble or anything. Yeah, okay, that's where my mind's going to go. But I have to remind myself that the only person you're responsible for in life is yourself. And I think you need to listen to that again. (laughs) You are the only responsible for yourself in life. And as soon as you learn that, the easier it will be to deal with other people's bullshit. And that's where boundaries come in as well. You've got to set boundaries with everything you do, with everyone you have in your life. Even if it's your best friend who you love so much and you want to see every single day, you cannot get anywhere in life if you don't have boundaries with them. I want to do a deeper episode about boundaries in my next episode. So I'm definitely going to pause this episode here and just give you a moment to kind of reflect on this episode because I spoke a lot about a lot of deep stuff as well have a think about if you are thinking of wanting to are thinking of wanting to I don't know what I'm trying to say there if you are in this mindset where you do want to change and you want to make a change in your life maybe you're having a midlife crisis or you just really want to make a change because you you are so unhappy in your life think about what is bringing you down and what you need to do maybe that is someone in your life is bringing you down Maybe you just need to flourish. Maybe you need to change jobs, move town, whatever you do. Ensure there's going to be those financial barriers to things like that. As like as such, maybe moving out if you're my age and you can't afford it, you can't afford it. And maybe you can't do that, but you can change your way that you perceive your environment right now. Because if you are currently still in the same environment that you've now outgrown, but you can't control that like you you can't move out you can't afford to move out for example and you can't change the people you see there maybe you hate the people there but you can't change that because you can't tell them to move away you have the control you have the power and this is the only control you have over is the perception you have of that yes you might be in an outgrown environment perhaps if you're still living at home for example but you can change that and say okay this is where I am right now it's not where I want to be but I'm going to make the most out of it I'm going to make the most of still living at home with my parents and living in a very familiar town and just find the positives in that and I'm going to work on that with you too I definitely am and that's going to be something I'm going to be doing over the next few weeks so I hope you've learned something about yourself in this episode I think I've learned a lot about myself talking about it as well maybe you've noticed that as I've been talking 
this week is all going to be about me focusing on myself, going to the gym. I have therapy tomorrow again, which I'm really looking forward to. And hopefully I'll be speaking a lot more this week with episodes and hopefully a lot more open as well and very realistic with you guys because I love these episodes where I do just talk about stuff that's happened in my life and just really relate it to what can help you as well. So I'm going to sign off now and I hope you have learned something from this episode. Please leave a rating review and share it with your friends, share it with someone who might be struggling with self-sabotage or accountability right now and I really hope you are having a good day. So if you listen to this on Sunday, have a brilliant Sunday evening, have a really good roast dinner. We've just been out for a carvery. So have a very nice evening and I'll speak to you very soon. Goodbye.